Welcome to Have You Heard, the AABP podcast. My name is Dr. Fred Gingrich, and today our guest is Dr. Pat Gordon. And uh, Pat, why don't you tell us about yourself, introduce yourself, please. Well, thanks, Fred. Um, yeah, my name is Pat Gordon. I'm a veterinarian um, here in Iowa. My employer is Iowa State University, um, where I provide um, dairy production medicine um, to my clients here in Iowa, teach veterinary students that set of skills, and I also do some work in clinical pharmacology. Um, pretty linear educational background, um, three degrees from Iowa State, uh, practiced for 14 years in private practice, first in Wisconsin and then in some larger dairies in Arizona before joining my team here. Now, over 13 years ago um, here at Iowa State, and so that's uh, got me to today. Great, great. And today our, our topic is our uh, 53rd annual conference, pre-conference seminars, one of my favorite parts of the meeting. And uh, Pat, tell us about, you know, your position within AABP as an AABP leader and, and what your role is in, in the meeting this year. Yeah, so um, I'm the current vice president um, for AABP, um, so kind of the first year in, um, and it's as that role, you get assist the uh, president-elect, um, Dr. Telgan, in, um, in planning the meeting, um, and, and most, more particularly, really just the pre-conference seminar component uh, of, the, uh, of the upcoming meeting. Yeah, and our, our seminars are always very focused, um, uh, uh, high-level uh, continuing education uh, small group meetings, and so these are really uh, great adjuncts to our meeting, and they have been uh, every year. You know, I always, if there's any past presidents listening to the uh, podcast today, uh, the vice president, we considered that running the pre-conference seminar is kind of our hazing for getting into the executive committee because you run around like crazy delivering checks and checking on seminar rooms. Um, it'll probably be a little bit different this year, Pat, because we did have to cancel some of the seminars. If members look, you know, we usually have anywhere from 15 to 20 seminars. Um, and this year we have eight. So why, why is that? Yeah. So, um, probably not too surprising to the listeners, um, with the pandemic happening, um, the meeting is much different than what was originally planned. If you listen to Dr. Um, Booker and Telgan, um, talk about the pre or the conference in the previous podcast. Um, you know that we're in a much different environment this year, um, going to a hybrid conference. And uh, so when we went to the hybrid conference, we uh, talked with all the seminar um, organizers. Originally, we had fourteen um, seminars, fourteen or fifteen seminars um, to offer in the pre-conference seminars, and. Um, Due to travel restrictions and health concerns, some of our um, seminars dropped out. We also had, but in, 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 with that, though, we did have uh, one person step up and say, hey, I'd like to do a seminar in, in this particular mm -hmm. topic if, if you're looking for one or two more. And so um, we, we ended up with eight versus um, the original 15. Yeah. And our seminars, uh, so our listeners are aware, our seminars will not be live streamed. There will not be a virtual component to the seminars. And, you know, we, we talked about that a lot, and, and there's a variety of reasons for that. One of them is the seminars are intended to be, you know, interactive discussions. 
Um, and, and you lose a little bit of that with the, with the, with the live stream. And then the other reason, of course, is we always have to manage our costs and the, and the cost to live stream the seminars was a little bit cost prohibitive just due to the smaller number uh, of attendees. But it is something that we'll consider for the future. But for this year, our virtual component will be for our conference sessions only. Um, so let's let's talk about the seminar lineup this year. I know me and you have talked about this a lot as, as we plan the seminars and we take proposals. Um, so let's just kind of run through our list here, Pat, and, and start off with seminar one. If you want to describe that seminar a little bit. Yeah, so seminar one continues to be uh, a very popular seminar. It's the longest running seminar um, that AABP has given. Um, started with uh, Dr. Andy Johnson, and he's back this year, even coming out of retirement, uh, along with Roger Thompson and Brandon Treichler, um, who are going to put on a three-day milk quality seminar. Um, two of that includes uh, didactic and, and uh, lecture-type material. And then um, on the third day, they're going to be using the portable parlor that Roger Thompson has put together uh, for training practitioners. And if, if you've ever sat in, in a milk quality session, the hands-on component is really is really essential. And I have a little um, training parlor at Iowa State, kind of similar to what Dr. Thompson has. And I tell you, the, the, the skills that you learn by going and applying it in the portable parlor uh, is, is much better than just sitting through the seminar by itself. So if you've ever wanted to do a little bit of milk quality, this might be a great year to get a lot of one-on-one with uh, three really good instructors. Um, so consider that one. And you, with that, you would get 24 hours of CE by by attending the um, the seminar one. Yeah, and that's a that's a great amount of CE, and and totally agree. You know, you'll be able to both Pat and I uh, um, are, are pretty passionate about parlor analysis. We've both done that throughout our veterinary career. You'll you'll be able to take this seminar and go home and immediately start doing uh, parlors. Um, so you know, really great. And then the other thing too is is all three of those instructors. Uh, if you go home and start to utilize those services, there are AABP members that you can contact and, and, and ask for assistance. I've, I've asked all of them for assistance oh, myself. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. They're so willing to help. It's They're on speed dial, right? It's like, That's oh, right. this is what I'm seeing. What do you think? And they're like, well, yeah. but no, they're, they're, they've been really good mentors to me. And um, well, Brandon or Andy and, and Roger, Brandon, Brandon's a little bit younger, but. Yep. I yep. rely on him for some, some information too, even though he's uh, more of a pup in the veterinary industry, but, but he's gone, done a really great, has a really great career for no longer he's been in the, in the industry. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and then we have seminar two. Another thing that I'm passionate about is, uh, is dairy nutrition. And uh, this seminar is, is, is a new seminar. We've had lots of different nutrition seminars at the conference. This one's headed up by Enrique Skolnick. Uh, from California. He does a lot of nutrition and management consulting in his practice. Um, and he's assembled a really great team, Earl Alseth, Bill Stone. And uh, and uh, they're all going to uh, talk about it, it's not a ration balancing seminar. What it is is that they're going to sit and talk about various health and performance things that can be affected uh, by nutrition. And that includes metabolic disease, it includes uh, um, uh, rumen acidosis, uh, fat suppression, um, you know, protein, uh, lots of different things that uh, uh, happen on dairies where a veterinarian is called for the health problem 
And then how can you take that next step into nutrition consulting? So this is a um, more of an introductory type seminar. Uh, if you, if you want to get involved with nutrition consulting, this will be a really great one. They've also have a plan where part of the session uh, will be, and this is a one day seminar, uh, part of the session will be just a, a panel discussion where these experts are going to be available for attendees to ask questions. Feel free to bring forward specific case examples that you have from your herds. And that's going to be moderated by Walt Guterbach, uh, a very well-known AABP member. He has taught nutrition seminars. He's uh, been a veterinarian, a herdsman, been involved in the dairy industry for a long time. So that's going to be a really uh, uh, great one uh, if you're interested in offering nutrition services. And then what about our next one, Pat? Well, so I just wanted, you know, yeah. give a shout-out to the Nutrition Committee because we always ask the, yes. the committees – you know, for ideas on seminars, and this is this this came grassroots through the through the nutrition committee. Um, it said they said, you know, here's here's some ideas we have, and this is the one they brought forward. Um, and, and as a dairy dairy practitioner, I can't say enough about having that little bit of background knowledge about what nutritional components are 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 leading into these things we're seeing on farms. So, for a young practitioner or a seasoned practitioner, I think you're going to pick up lots of good good uh, information from this that may that you'll be able to take home and use day one. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, the next one that's available is actually seminar number seven, um, and, and that's the call, that's entitled the Complete Bowl BSE, um, led by Dr. Chance Armstrong and Jennifer Kozel. Um and both of those are are thermogenologists. Um, and actually, this is an offsite um, s- seminar. Uh, they're going to travel out to to a farm in a as Fred has the description here, a large bus with plenty of room for social distancing. Um, yep. and, and so the, the part of the seminar fee will include the transportation to and from the farm. Um, and you're going to learn the proper way to perform a BSC using the Society for Thurogenology's um, current standards. Um, you'll be doing it on live bulls, including the exam, question process, and microscopic evaluation. And when you're done, you should be able to compliment, competently perform a, a BSC um, and add this service again, likely day one, if you have the equipment on hand already uh, or be able to perform those, uh, those evaluations even better. So, you know, the nice thing about all three of these first three seminars, you know, and the, and, and the ones coming too, these are going to be things that you can take home and apply to your practice right away. Absolutely. And even with that equi- the equipment, you know, uh, Dr. Armstrong has lined up a lot of different equipment to use at the seminar, and he'll talk about that. Uh, that's going to be microscopes. That's going to be electroejaculators. Uh, you're going to collect bulls and and learn the ins and outs. So it's it's really going to be a great a great one. Um, seminar eight is urogenital surgery, and this was offered one other time, and, and they only covered bulls. And, and uh, so uh, Dr. Richard Hopper is, is, is uh, heading this one up. He's the coordinator, and uh, they've added cows to this. So we always get feedback on the seminars, and one of the big suggestions last time was let's talk about cow uh, urogenital diseases and surgery that we can correct diseases that we can correct surgically. So for bulls, that's going to include uh, reviews on removing penile warts, uh, correcting persistent frenulum, how to manage and handle prepucial industry in injuries, um, how to handle hernias, um, unilateral castrations, 
uh, how to perform a, a perineal urethrostomy. So, you know, this, uh, these types of things can, can cross over into, to feedlot as well as cow calf practice. So that's really great. And then, uh, for cows, you know, uh, on our listserv as well as on the, on the Facebook group, the vet truck, uh, which was put together by a lot of AADP members. I've seen a lot of comments on there on, I have a cow that has a mummy. How do I get it out of her? And, uh, they're going to talk about removing that money, mummy via, via a colpotomy. And it's a really cool procedure. Uh, Dr. Drost did that at a practice tip in St. Louis. Uh, the, the, not this, in 2019, but the meeting prior to that. Um, and that's going to be really cool. You'll be able to do that. Also, uh, prolapses. We've seen a lot of, uh, talk about how do we, uh, handle these recurrent, uh, vaginal prolapses. And they're going to talk about prolapse pins and retainers. And so I think that's going to be a really, again, those are, uh, just individual cases that, that uh, veterinarians can manage and you'll get some really great tips from some very, very experienced surgeons there. So going to be a, a good one there too. Okay. So the next seminar will be seminars number 11A and 11B, um, two-part seminar entitled Tools and Concepts for Evidence-Based Decision-Making, um, led by Drs. David Smith, Robert Wills, and Kimberly Woodruff. Um, and this is um, part one will be um, an Excel-based course looking at use, use of functions within Excel, mining for data, and graphing. And then day two is going to be using epidemiological principles to make evidence-based decisions with the data. Um, And so I don't know how the training programs were at other veterinary schools, but epidemiology is something that I'm certainly weak in, and uh, I might try to sneak in the back of this. I probably shouldn't tell you that, Fred. Um, (laughs) So this one, um, the the course will provide the computers with the software that you're going to be using already loaded, so you don't need to worry about that. and this has been a very successful seminar um, in the fact that it, this is its third year in a row that it's ran, and, and it, it, it's well attended and very highly qualified instructors. So I, can, I, I would highly recommend if you have an interest in doing data mining, and honestly, I do that more and more every day in, in my real-world veterinary stuff. Um, clients are asking more and more to, to pull the data out and look at it, and I, I can't think of a better course that would might lead to increasing your offerings on farms in this one. Yeah, absolutely, and I agree. I, I would love to take that seminar. It's just, uh, you know, I, I'd love to have just, I mean, I use Excel a lot, and they offer so many tips just in that in that first part, uh, and then the second part, uh, like you said, really, really great offering. Uh, the next one is is seminar thirteen, and this is again from our committee structure. It's from the Veterinary Practice Sustainability Committee, um, and it's 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 our business management course. It, it's taught um, by two MBAs, so Dr. David Welch, uh, who's a, a veterinarian and, a, and an honorable AABP member, and is headed up that uh, as our as our rural rural project leader uh, for the committee. Uh, he's had that position since that committee was officially formed. And he is uh, uh, with Dick Lewis. And Dick is an MBA who's worked with Fortune 500 companies, um, uh, Jostens and, and others. And, and he's, he's just a really, really, really knowledgeable businessman. And um, 
he has donated a lot of his time over the years to AABP, and we're very thankful for that. Chance meeting on a plane with Roger Saltman, who was the treasurer of AABP at the time and, and, and uh, working with this committee. And Dick has just really been involved. His retirement project is AABP, teaching veterinarians how to be good practice owners. And, and so essentially this course is just like our uh, grant-funded practice management workshops, which are limited to recent grads. This one is open for anyone. Um, over a hundred veterinarians have been trained in that program and the feedback has been phenomenal. Many of those attendees have come back. Uh, the grant program is a two-year program. Uh, they've come back and, and reported how much they have increased their gross and net on their practice just by implementing these principles. Um, your data, your practice financial data, if you have it available, uh, is, is, uh, uh, the, the instructors evaluate it. You fill out a spreadsheet in advance. So there's a little bit of homework you do ahead of the workshop. They often will have some conference calls. Uh, and they basically go through and tell you how to find out where you're making money and where you can improve on your, on your ability to uh, return an income to you and your associates and employees. So it, it's just a phenomenal practice. Again, these, these, uh, uh, instructors are also available to assist you. They've kind of made this their project, and and it's just really um, a great thing. I would, and you don't have to have practice financials. So if you don't have practice financials, they give you a set of sample financial records from a veterinary clinic that they have made up with the make, fake chart of accounts and all that, and then you can learn how to apply those principles. So this this. Uh, Workshop is great for someone that's looking to buy into a practice. It's great for a owner that's looking to sell their practice or take on an associate. They go through the practice evaluation process. So I really can't say enough about this. You know, I think one of the ch challenges we have in rural practice is, is uh, how do we make money? And uh, they will teach you how to do that. So I strongly recommend taking that, uh, taking that uh, course. It's a two-day course, so that's going to be 16 hours of CE also. Yeah, and then veterinary education hasn't really changed. We still provide a lot of business education, um, so this is a this is an ex excellent opportunity to get get in, in at that level. And it, it, correct me if I'm wrong. This has been something that's been requested by our membership for mm -hmm. quite a number of years to have have this this as a seminar. Um, yes. In addition to the grant workshops. Yeah, we get we get emails all the time. Hey, I. You know, because you have to be within 10 years of graduation. Hey, I'm 15 years out. I want to I want to take the grant workshop, but we can't because we're bound by the stipulations of the grant. Uh, so this is an opportunity for members uh, to take the course. You're right, Pat. Yep. Cool. So seminar number 14 um, may seem familiar to you if you happen to attend the Phoenix ABP meeting two years ago. Um, and, and I was in attendance because I had to present after these guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could have used this training before I did my <laughs> vice president's speech. Uh, but, uh, these, uh, this, this seminar number 14 is entitled Talking Tall, Elevate Your Success by Lifting Your Connection Skills with Humans. And it's led by, um, Dr. Morgan MacArthur, who is the only veterinarian um, currently to win the, have won the Toastmasters championship. And then Dr. Mark Hilton, who, if you've ever listened to Mark speak, is a very, very good speaker. Um, 
um, and, and a very good mentor of, of people. And he's done several seminars and they've always been very good. So I, I anticipate this one to be, be high level also. Um, the description says that you're going to learn how to connect and communicate with your clients to increase compliance with the services you offer. Um, and then there will be a, a group discussion in the seminar. Um, and, and this, this was offered last year also, and it sold out. So we, um, think that this will be a very good seminar again this year. Absolutely. And, you know, we know that communication is very, very important. We, we like working with animals, but there's always a human attached to them. So this is going to be uh, really good, not just to help. I don't think this will just help you with your professional career. You know, I think this can help you personally as well. Um, and not, not only your right pad, it sold out last year, but there was two or three people that I squeezed into the seminar. I would run up the stairs and I'd ask Mark, uh, hey, can you take one more person? There's somebody down there that wants to enroll in the seminar. And he's like, yep, send them up. So uh, it was really popular last year. The feedback was phenomenal. So uh, I think that's a really great one, too. Yeah. And, and then if you've go learned, ahead. if you if you got the opportunity to see um, Morgan speak in Phoenix. Yep the price of the seminar is probably worth your admission because it was very entertaining. Yeah. I, I was probably way too nervous for the event and probably didn't enjoy it nearly as much as I should have, but it, <laughs> I can't, it, I was very impressed. It was very fun talk. Yeah. Yeah. And I've never seen anybody do push-ups during a keynote at AABP. Without breaking a sweat. And, or, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I would have been panting very hard. But he's also an Ironman athlete, so oh, that's, he's got that going for him too. Like, so. like, oh, maybe, maybe you could do it. I certainly could. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, and then the, the last one that we have on the, on the schedule was the add-on that Pat was talking about, and it is management of disease in beef and dairy calves. One of our more popular seminars each year is, is the replacement heifer seminar that's been taught by Dr. Bob Corbett. Uh, and that one sells out every single year. And uh, Dr. Joff Smith is is uh, is a part of that seminar. And when it got canceled, Joff contacted me and Pat and said, "Hey, I I'll do one just on the disease portion of that." And he's going to incorporate both beef and dairy calves. Joff is one of our more most popular uh, AAB pre- presenters. Uh, his sessions on our BCICE website they get huge views all the time. Uh, he's just a very, very practical down to earth speaker, um, and offers a lot of really, really great tips. Uh, it's a great seminar on, on just individual case management, uh, managing diarrhea and BRD and calves. He goes through, you know, a lot of detail on fluid therapy and how to treat those scouring calves, uh, antibiotics, judicious use of antibiotics and, and things like that. So it's going to be a really practical seminar. And Joff offered this one. We have a number of people enrolled in this one. So, you know, really encourage you to to take in that one. Um, what about any other additional thoughts about the seminars, Pat, and well, maybe students? Yeah, I was just going to give a shout out to uh, Dr. Smith's counterpart yeah. in, in Keith Paulson. Um, oh, yes. University of Wisconsin faculty member trained with Dr. Smith. Um, I got the opportunity to listen to Dr. Paulson talk. Um, last January down in Orlando, Florida at the, uh, I can't think what they call it, the North American Veterinary uh, Conference anymore. Um, mm-hmm. But maybe even more practical than Dr. Smith. Yeah. I went yeah. up and thanked him for actually how practical it was. And, you know, it, it, 
they, they sometimes the internal medicine stuff gets a little bit too like, well, you just need to make sure you do it this. And he's like, yeah, you know, as long as the kidneys are working, you're good. It's like, okay. <laughs> so he, he was really supportive, um, you know, and okay. Yeah, this is, you can do this in the field and you know, if you, you're going to make some mistakes, but you know, here's, here's what's going to help keep, get you through that. And so um, I think both of them, I, you know, we've heard Dr. Smith a lot and he's a superstar in the area. And I think Dr. Paulson is, is, is an up and coming superstar if he's not already. Agree. Agree. And then we were talking uh, also, Pat, about students. Uh, how about them for seminars this year? What's What are we doing? Yeah, so, um, you know, normally we would restrict the number of students a little bit because uh, we want to make sure that we get as many practitioners in. Uh, but we, we this year um, we're going to offer uh, students the ability again to take the seminars. Uh, they need to register that for register for those seminars when they sign up for the conference. And um, there's a reduced fee for the students in the seminars in that it's $50 for them for any seminar, no matter what the initial cost is. Yeah. And, and it's a, it's a great opportunity for students. You know, there, there is a fee associated with that. We hope it's uh, well worth it for you. Um, and the other opportunity for students is, is that you're going to get a sit in a, in a class with AABP members and make some connections and, and, you won't forget that those members are really going to reach out to you in those seminars. So I would encourage students to look through this. The one seminar uh, that I failed to mention, Pat, that is not open for students is Dr. Welch's practice management seminar. And that's primarily because there's owners in there sharing financial information and we feel there needs to be some confidence associated with that. So that one's not available for students, but all of the other ones are. Um, if you've already signed up for the seminar, um, then you can uh, then you can go ahead and call the office. If you've already registered for the conference, you can go ahead and call the office, and they will uh, enroll you in the seminar and then take your payment over the phone. Okay. So just say that. All right. Okay, Pat, you want to talk a little bit about, I know that, you know, we've kind of squeezed the whole registration process down this year uh, because we announced our conference late. And we talked about that with Dr. Booker Intelligent. Um, you want to talk a little bit about, you know, seminars getting canceled and, and how that process is going to work this year. Yeah. So every year with the pre-conference seminars, um, depending upon enrollment, if we don't get sufficient enrollment to um, really make it a, a go financially, we, we go ahead and cancel those. Um, this year, we've dropped that number dramatically um, compared to what we would normally do. And we've kind of came to the to, to the resolution that if we can get five people to sign up for a seminar, we're going to go. Um, and the enrollment right now looks pretty good. Um, but as of the 31st of August, we're going to make a decision and, and, and uh, decide whether or not we're going to cancel. Um, so little plug out there if you're thinking about doing a seminar thinking about attending the meeting um you know try to try to get in here as soon as possible uh, it's going to be an excellent opportunity to get a, a really low student to uh, instructor ratio um, mm -hmm. probably the best it's ever going to be hopefully yep. hopefully this covid thing starts to get under control we go back to more normal going forward uh but the the uh, if you listen to the podcast with dr booker and Talgen, Previously, um, Dr. Fred has done a, a, a very good job working with the conference committee 
to make sure we have plenty of room for all of our meetings. Um, and so we're going to have the ability to easily social distance in these rooms. Um, and so you should be able to feel very safe in the meetings, um, provided that you take the normal precautions that are being recommended with the mask wearing and whatnot. So, um, so I think we're, I think we're, we're in pretty good shape right now. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it and we've got a great lineup again, that, that student to instructor ratio, you probably are never going to get that opportunity again. You know, some of these seminars may have five people in them with three instructors and it's going to be a really, really, really interactive, uh, uh, thing this year. So, you know, the board, the AVP board is committed to providing member services this year. We know that our members, uh, are working hard right now. We know that they're, uh, uh, struggling and, uh, our organization can provide a, a really valuable service this year. Now, in turn, we want our members to support us either with a virtual registration for the conference, in-person conference, or consider consider the seminars, which are just really important and very valuable. Pat, you know, when you were a regular AABP member and not planning seminars, you know, did you take any seminars that you found very valuable? Um, yeah, I um, several years ago now took the dairy nutrition ration balancing seminar. Um, and, and it was very high level. Um, I probably should have taken it again. Um, but, you know, the important thing that I took from that is that, you know, I, I didn't necessarily need to be balancing rations to be highly involved in the nutrition program. Um, and, you know, the, the impact that nutrition has on that metabolic health, getting those cows started, getting that cow into the, into the, um, into lactation healthy, getting repro feet and legs, uh, all that stuff is so important. And so that was the one that probably impacted my career the most. Um, and that's been 10, 12, that's probably been longer ago than that. No, it's been maybe 15, 20 years ago, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 And, and myself, when I was a quote unquote reg regular AABP member and not employed by the association, I took a lot of seminars. I, I and, and the seminars that I took greatly changed my career path in this in the services uh, you know that were offered. I I took the ultrasound course with Joe Colleton before I uh, you know now ultrasound is routine. But um, I took that course and then I went out on the trade show floor and bought an ultrasound. And uh, boy, that that really changed my my career as far as my reproductive services that I offered. I felt. Uh, I did take the dairy nutrition seminar and I took it. I can't remember if I took it twice or three times, Pat, I'm a slow learner. And, uh, I, you know, the first time I took it, agree. I took it to get involved in nutrition consulting. The next time I took it, I took it to learn how to balance rations. And, uh, and I offered, you know, full nutrition services and, and balanced rations for my clients. And then I took the fat seminar with Dr. Mecker. I took uh, transition cow with Jesse Goff. I mean, these are just big home run hitters that, that uh, offer, you know, these seminars to the members and, and, you know, just to be able to be instructed by people of that stature is just, just amazing. Lameness seminar with Dr. Shear, um, uh, just did a, did a ton of, of, of seminars that, that really helped me. I even took one so long ago, Pat, it was how to use PowerPoint. Uh, and that was talked by Dan Little and Virginia Fate. And we had to make a PowerPoint presentation and then deliver it to the class at the end of the seminar. Uh, so, but all those, 
I think the thing about seminars is, is that it's practical information that you can take home and add a service. Yeah. And, and, and that's just phenomenal. You know, that's just really great. Really great. And I would really encourage our, our, our young members, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. You, don't, you yeah. don't need to be a seasoned veterinarian to jump into these seminars. I think right. um, there is something here for everybody, whether you're a practice owner or a young veterinarian getting into the, um, getting into bovine practice, um, you know, certainly don't, don't, don't shy away from signing up for them. Cause I don't know that you're going to get a better opportunity to get, get to know the instructors really well. Yep. Yep. And, and those, and practice owners send your young associates to these seminars so they can come back and just take that skill. You know, um, even if you don't want to do parlors, I'll bet your associate does. So, so uh, great, great tip there, Pat. So, Let's talk about 2021, Pat. You know, we don't know what it's going to look like. Uh, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. But a lot of people don't understand that, you know, essentially October 1st, uh, well, I'm taking October 1st off, by the way, when I get back from the conference. But right afterwards, we start rolling into Minneapolis planning, correct? Well, actually, we've already kind of started Minneapolis. True. Um, <laughs> True. You know, I uh, one of the one of the jobs of the vice president is to put together the program committee for the next year, um, and so that has been done now for a month or so, um, and we are planning a meeting. Normally, the program committee would actually meet at the annual meet. The program committee for the next year would actually meet initially at the um, pr- previous year's meeting and. So with with travel restrictions and stuff like that, we're not going to end up doing that this year. Um, but we'll be meeting on a virtual meeting here in the next few weeks. And then, what, November, we're going to um, hawk, hopefully most of us come into Minneapolis and, and plan the 2021 meeting um, for the Minneapolis um, meeting. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and Sandra Godden will be planning those pre-conference seminars. We'll have an open call for proposal on that uh, through the website and we'll, we'll announce that again. So, um, and, and we always get, or, you know, the board and, and myself and the AABP office, we get suggestions all the time for, Oh, I think we should do this at conference or that at conference. And I think it's important for members to know, number one, you want to, you know, as Pat said, we're going to meet mid-November, to, and that's when we plan the conference. So after mid-November, the conference wheels are already in motion. Speakers are getting contacted. Topics and, and themes are being developed. So if someone has a, a, a suggestion for you, Pat, as a program chair, um, they want to contact you, how should they do that um, uh, if, if they want to suggest something and when? Um they can contact me via any mechanism possible. Um, so my email address and everything, phone number is on the ABP website. Um, look it up there. Um, contact me, send me an email, send me a text, call me. Um, I don't social distance, or I mean, I don't do social media real well. <laughs> I try to social distance well, but I don't. <laughs> but I am on Facebook. Um, I'm shy about that. I'm saying it, um, you know, so reach out to me if you have an idea and I can forward it down to the appropriate person that's going to be the chair for that particular area. Or if it's the general session, um, that would be me. Or if there's a pre-conference seminar, um, idea, um, you can reach out to Dr. Sandra Godden at the university of Minnesota. Um, we'll be, 
likely calling for pre-conference seminars sometime around the first of the year. Uh, for ideas, that's when that planning kind of starts. Um, and so that part of the conference is a little bit behind the, the actual planning component. Um, and then, uh, and then we start to put that all together. And by February ish timeframe, those are kind of finalized and, and, and in place also. Yeah. Yeah. So, so free to come or, or Fred, if you want to just probably, I'm sure if you just want to send it to Fred, Fred will be more than willing to get it to me also. Absolutely. Absolutely. And as Pat said, our, all of our information is on that, uh, you know, about menu on the AABP website where you can contact any leader of AABP. Any of them would be more than happy to, to assist you. And for program content, you know, contact uh, me, Pat or Sandra. Yeah. On that um, newly designed AABP website. That's right. That's a, yes. Yes. So, um, Pat, Give us, you know, your closing thoughts about the seminars as, as we wrap up here. You know, what, what do you want members to take home, you know, about our seminars this year? Yeah, so um, I, I listened to the, the, the podcast last week with Dr. Booker, Intelligent, um, and I, I think members need to really understand that we spent a lot of time, both in the executive committee and the board of directors discussing, you know, what's the best thing to do with this meeting coming up. And honestly, I think we want to do as much as possible. We understand there's a risk, but um, one of the things that I've noticed this this summer uh, with some of the being able to do some of the normal things, even like going back to school here recently, or mm-hmm. I was down. I was the uh, provided veterinary services at the Iowa State Fair. They had an animal, did the animal shows, and and I I can't say enough about just being able to provide something that's normal in our lives. And I think that was one of the driving forces that the board of directors considered the, the whole mental health aspect of just being able to get out and be doing a little bit something normal. Um, and so, so this is an opportunity to do that. So Dr. Gingrich Fred has been working very hard with the uh, convention center down in Kentucky and the, and they've been very good about opening up and saying, Hey, we can provide this. We can do this um, to make sure that your, your members are safe and you have, you, you reduce the risk as much as possible uh, uh, by, by social distancing uh, and, and having plenty of room in the, in the convention center. So, um, I, I think we, we've done as much as we can um, that way, but I think it's I think it's going to be very very good. Um, you also have the opportunity to do both the the seminars in person, and then you could travel on home and do the rest of the conference virtually, or travel someplace else and do the rest of the conference virtually. Um, and so you could get your CE for this seminar and your CE for the, the meeting. And, and, and you do not have to register for the conference to take a seminar, um, which I think is different this year, right, Fred? We've been doing that now for, uh, okay. I think this is a third year we've, we've done that. So that was feedback from the members. And that also gives them the opportunity where maybe you send an associate to the seminar and then you attend the meeting or like you said, you could do virtual. So yeah, you're right. Yeah. And so like the meeting, the, the seminars are, are race approved. Um, and so for those states that require race approval, um, that is available 
And every day is going to give you about eight hours of race approved CE um, to be able to use on your continuing education requirements. Yeah, great, great thoughts, Pat. Uh, really appreciate your work in putting together this seminar lineup. We have we have some uh, uh, repeats and we have a lot of new ones, but they all have the same theme of offering very practical, useful information to uh, our members uh, and, and teaching them how to become uh, better cattle veterinarians, taking care of their patients. So, Pat, I want to thank you very much for participating in the, uh, in the podcast, and I look forward to seeing you in Louisville. Okay. Take care, Fred. Thank you. Thank you.